Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world. And we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lynch Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's indeed free game. Free game. With your host, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready, because we pregame harder than the other show's part. It's the pregame. <laughs> and welcome into the pregame show. It is Hey Big Head Weekend. It is Homecoming Weekend for Jackson State University. <laughs> oh man, Chuck, you Chuck, you you went neatly in the first thirty seconds. I went in the first thirty seconds. I had to drop a neatly a bit there. Oh, the pregame show tonight brought to you by Cadillac of Jackson. Is Bishop is neatly, and it is a uh, Homecoming Week, man. Uh, of course. Here in Jackson, here at uh, one of our favorite hangouts, my, one of my favorite hangouts, 1198 Lakeland Drive here at Churchill Smoke Shop. Man, it's a good uh, midweek edition here of the pregame show. Man, I love the midweek edition of the pregame show. It's it's just enough time where you've really gotten over the game mm. and just enough time ahead of the next one to get ready for it. So we always revisit the past Saturday. And look forward to the next Saturday, but this is a special Saturday show because it is homecoming. It's homecoming week. It is it homecoming is. week. Homecoming is here. Chuck, how your DMs, man? Your DMs blowing up? Don't no, answer that, Chuck. Chuck, no. Chuck, don't answer that. Don't answer that, Chuck. You know Wendy watching. Don't don't answer that. <laughs> yes, indeed, bro. No, no answering of that. Hey fun, fun, hey, fun fact. I don't care. I'm gonna put you in the street. Fun fact. Chuck met his wife at homecoming. I did. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. It, 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 it is that week. It is that week. Another, another fun fact. I was oh, conceived. I was conceived at homecoming. Another fun fact. We just got all the homecoming fun facts tonight. Well, I, I, I was conceived around the all point game. So we are yeah. Jack State. Uh, who is yeah. swag? Yeah. Hey man, it's just something about homecoming and football season. The teams are strong, but the pullouts are weak. To it before we go any further. Jackson State coming off of another great win this past week over Bethune Cookman. 48 to 8 was the final score. And Shador Sanders, the Heisman Trophy candidate, Walter Payton candidate, five touchdowns in this game. Here. There it is. I had to do it like Kobe did it on the bench, you know. <laughs> Yes, it hey, is. hey, five of them things, man. Five of those things, uh, 272 yards, 36 of 48. You know, last week I think he missed on 16. This week, uh, you know, missing on 12. Total offense for the team, 496 yards to Bethune-Cookman's paltry 158. And not only that, not only was it a dominant performance on the offensive side of the ball, defensively, bruh. These cats get after you. Seven sacks in that game. Uh, the limited uh, Bethune Cookman another week where they limited the team to under 200 yards of total offense. Uh, I keep saying, Dennis Thurman, we trust. 
under 200 yards of offense again, total offense again. Biggest run, got it, got it, a 20 yard run got away. Uh, but still, even with that 20 yard run, 1.3 yards per carry for Bethune Cookman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Chuck, Chuck, I, 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 ain't, I ain't that good at math, but let me see. <laughs> Third down, that's that's mean you ain't game for three point nine if you just did three. <laughs> like you, you cannot, you can't get first downs averaging one point three yards a run. You can't get across the fifty. That means you can't score, and that's why you see a total like you see because this defense, even though there were some times where it looked like Bethune was getting a little momentum, about to do something. It just does not convert to points. A lot of people think that Dennis Thurman's defense is built on stopping the run, but the truth is the defense's goal is to prevent points. They're not in until they're in. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Jackson State limits Bethune Cookman to 166 total yards, 39 on the ground, 127 in the air. And uh, when you take a look at the totality of this game, they tied an NCAA record. Try to uh, NCAA record uh, with a, another safety, man. I, I don't know if I've seen a game uh, where there were multiple safeties in the game, but uh, defense contributed to a, a safety. Special teams contributed to a safety. It was an all-around performance by the Jackson State. Team. Well, you know, you, you're telling the truth, Chuck. You haven't seen it because they tied an NCAA record, not a JSU record, not a SWAC record, not an HBC record. It tied a collegiate athletics record, you know, uh, three safeties in one game. So, Man, you just that is getting after it. That, that is getting after it. That is getting after it. That you know, when you bring down the ball carry in the end zone or force them to kick it out the back to prevent a touchdown. You know, I thought Christian Allen was gonna get that one. He was he was he was ball hawking too. I saw him get trapped. And it goes out the back. Uh but so that was almost a, a seven point swing instead of a, a, a safety. But beautiful performance overall by the offense. Uh when you look at that first half. Uh, tw- let's start with that first quarter. You know, Coach Prime talked about starting fast. We got to get out. We got to stop being so sluggish on opening drive. And there have been some issues. You look at that Alabama State game, the bus delays, and uh, mm-hmm. get in there. But uh, uh, Coach Brett Bartolone said at the team meetings uh, uh, the other day said that's the most dominant offensive first quarter he's ever been a part of as a player wow. or coach. Wow. 20, 21 unanswered points, 21 to zero at the end of that first quarter. Yeah, and that was a huge thing, and that's been a theme, a consistent theme in terms of starting off fast, starting off fast. Jackson State was finally able to really come out the blocks fast in this game. 21 unanswered points in the first quarter. Uh, dominant performance, again, by the defense setting the tone. And then, you know, we, we continue uh, going into the second quarter where uh, the guy's still getting after it. Uh, and, and what were your takeaways when you kind of take a look at that first half of, of play? Uh, you know, Normally we have, a, and we talked about this with Coach Prime, normally it's a tale of two halves because that third quarter, you know, just opens up. Uh, there was some nuances to the game I really couldn't put my fingers on where the production just kind of stymied in the second quarter. You know, you, you run off to this 21 points in the first quarter, but we only scored nine in the, in the second. Now, the beauty of it is we held them to zero both right. first and second. Uh, but there, there seemed to be uh, – just a significant amount of time that went by between that last score in the first quarter and the first score in the second quarter. Uh, still, you go in 30-0. And we talked to Coach Prime, you know, at the half and half that clip and also uh, uh, his locker room. So that's, let's pull it up. Coach Prime at the half from the Bethune-Cookman game.
This fam, you game. Yeah, yeah. We got a couple penalties by two guys. Uh, one one penalty by a guy last name Sanders and a pick by the game last name Sanders. Back to back, make me feel like a stupid dad. Thirty to zero. Still, we 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 kind of had a bend, but didn't break right there. Yeah, we're playing well, man. I, I can't take them from the guys. They're playing well. The coaches are doing a wonderful job preparing our kids. The kids are going out there execute. We just got to come out with the same passion and the same purpose and the same intensity. Is that your battle not to be complacent with this big lead? We don't want to be complacent. We got complacent. I don't know when the last time we scored. It's been a while. We got to come back out with fire, with fire, with fire and intensity. I believe. I believe. I don't give a damn if it's 30 to nothing. It should be at least 45 nothing. Don't get complacent with this thing. We came to dominate. Let's dominate and get up out of here. In the first quarter, they was tapping out. Everybody was falling and getting hurt. Not in the second quarter. Because we got complacent. Don't get complacent. Let's do this, fellas. All right, all right. Go out there fucking around, y'all. Go out there fucking around. Fellas, before the game, I talked about being disciplined. We've been doing a pretty good job, and I'm proud of you. I'm not the one coach you know to say 0-0. Zero, zero. ain't no 0-0. Zero, zero. What score? That's what it is. That's what it is. Ain't no zero to zero, it's 30 to zero. Let's go out there and put another 30 up. Let's put another 30 up. We gotta be disciplined. All we always say we gotta be smart, tough, fast, disciplined. You know that. Discipline provokes opportunity. Some of you guys gonna get in in this half that hadn't played a lot. It should be no drop off, because you're not second team. You're not third team. This is just your opportunity. That's all it is. You ain't no backups. This is just your opportunity, all right? So go in there and be the dog what you're supposed to be and let us watch this film and have a choice that we got to make next week. Yes, sir. We good on that? Yes, sir. sir. Well, let the music play. You know, Neely, one of the things that continuously impresses me about this coaching staff, they keep their foot on the gas at all times. I mean, it is it is remarkable to sit back and watch and listen. Uh, you know, there is no sense of complacency whatsoever with this coaching staff because they are constantly keeping their foot down. Man, you nailed it. Uh, when you And you look at where they've been. Uh, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, is an NFL Hall of Famer. Uh, what he accomplished as a collegiate player as well, and, and also in the NFL, there's just no settling. I mean, you would think when you listen to the tone and tenor of at the half that we were down thirty to zero. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. because it's always like, what did we? What opportunities did we miss? What got away from us? What can we do better? There's no real celebrating the score. There is an acknowledgement of the score that it's not zero to zero. It's, it's 30 to zero, and he said that. And so let's go out there and put up another 30 more. 12 shy of doing that. We, we did add 18 to it, uh, but it was really a, a 
the reverse of our typical games. Typically, mm. the third quarter is our big performance, and right. that the first two, but we flipped it, went out 21-0 on the first, and only scored 18, you know, in the se- in the second half. Do you think there, uh, with regards to the second half, uh, that after starting so fast that a little bit of belays kind of settled through the team? Well, that's what I asked Coach about it. You know, I asked him that at, at half, how do you prevent that? You know, how do you prevent – you know, up 30-0, you're not in a dogfight. How do guys stay hungry? Uh, and one of the things that happened in the second half of this game was uh, some of those guys on the depth chart that travel were able to get some reps. And, yeah. and there's not a significant drop-off in our talent level, uh, but there is some ring rust in the talent level because those guys might not get a lot of game speed snaps. So I do attribute some of the funkiness uh, to that. Uh, but the defense, man, once again – we gave up that that big play that led to a score, mm-hmm. uh, but that third quarter was another shutout, nine to zero. Yeah, another shutout, nine to zero in the third quarter. Uh, Jackson State finishes this thing out, forty eight to eight. Uh, you had an opportunity to talk to Cameron Silver Craig afterwards. Let's take a look at that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we weren't as dominant in the second half as we were the first, but I'm still proud of our kids. They're working their butts off. The coaches are doing a wonderful job. Special teams, it was an all-three-phase type of game tonight, and we're really proud of that. Yeah, all three-phase contributed. You know, the, the run really took the heart out of that team. Well, well, we had to. We had to. We, uh, we've been at, Every now and then, we get a little pass happy, and we got to start running the ball because we got some good physical linemen who can get the job done, and they proved tonight. How, how many backs played tonight? I think we had like five backs that played tonight. I'm really proud of that. When you look at the uh, turnover, whether it's on downs or some mm-hmm. interceptions, that's something you want to clean up going into this yeah, home stretch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two, two made a couple mistakes that he don't normally make. He, he got to stay focused and turn into the game. We were going to take him out way before, but we wanted him to end on a positive note. You talk about being dominant and not complacent. Mm-hmm. What's your message going into homecoming? Uh, consistency. We need to be consistent at the things that do well. We do well. We need to be consistent with everything that we do well. And we got to go back to the drawing board and practice. We'll be out on the practice field tomorrow getting in. Congratulations on the victory, I believe. Bless DLO. Cam, we got out of uh, Jacksonville with a big victory over Bethune. How'd it feel? Um, you heard you heard the name of the city, right? It's Jacksonville. We just came and did we do, man. Took over the city for the um. It was fun. It was time. It was time for us to dominate the game. We felt like we had not been dominating how we were supposed to. So it was fun to uh, get back to domination. They they got a little spark. Uh, we let off the gas defensively in the second half. Is that something you guys want to? work on to make sure we play four quarters of a dominant game. Now definitely because like Coach Prime I always preach domination. Like we can't we can't just be dominant sometimes we gotta be dominant all the time and that's how we got an all the time dominant coach. So we just trying to lead follow his lead. I believe. I believe go Tigers baby Big Two won the headache gang CEO reemerged in Jacksonville. Yeah you know what I'm saying I was more in the past game today. You know I wanted to hit somebody not somebody head off today but I just didn't get the opportunity so you know, next week I might, but I have some good coverage film from today, and that's that's what I need. Everybody know I can hit already, so, you know, I just had to get some more coverage film on number one. He's the uh, best guy. He's one of the best tight ends in the FCS, so that's pretty much my day-to-day, just coverage. And how's your body feel? How do you feel? I feel good. You know what I'm saying? I can't really tell. I tore my ACL six months ago, but I'm back. I'm back with a fast recovery, thank the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we back. Next week. Next week is homecoming. You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something. Something great, you know what I'm saying? Big 2 one headache game, CEO. What Shiloh Sanders never at a loss of words. 
I, I reminded Shiloh pregame, getting on the bus at the stadium, I reminded him, I said, hey, you know, Bethune is a game where, where post-game you went over there to take pictures with the opposing cheerleaders. He's like, oh, man, that's right. I got to do it. I said, whoa, whoa, I'm not I'm – not, I'm not reminding you to go do it again. I'm admonishing you as if to not do that again. Do not do it again. <laughs> so um, I, asked him, I asked him about homecoming, and, uh, of course, him and Cam are both excited about homecoming coming up, which you're about to roll into. But Shiloh said, uh, you can expect something. You yeah, can no expect doubt. something. You can expect something. <laughs> a dominant performance, offense, defense, and nearly the third-tier special teams, another huge game for the special teams. Yeah, as we wrap up that Bethune-Cookman look back, man, I really think that was one of the keys to that dominant first half and even dominant first quarter. You look at that first drive, uh, we hadn't scored on an opening drive since FAMU, if I'm not mistaken. So Florida's been good to us. But it started with a big kickoff uh, uh, return. You know, Zay Bolden had uh, had two kickoff returns for 79 yards. One of those was on, yeah. on that return. On that return. Yeah. Then you had a big run play, and then you had a, uh, a score play. Uh, so yeah, it, it was yeah. it was a, it was all put together there. Uh, you know those three safeties. We had one punt. Oh poor Sam, man. Yeah, we brought uh, in this. We brought in this big time punter. <laughs> Sam maybe gets a punt one or two times a game. Zero field goals. Did make all the extra points. Uh, but here here's a nugget for you. Uh, uh, you're the stat man. Go for it. Sometimes we're in that box of too far for a field goal, too close to punt. And we mm. go on fourth down. Mm. We were zero for four on fourth down conversions at Bethune Cookman. That was my next note to really make a, a point out: zero for four on fourth down conversions. And like you said, uh, it's sort of that no man's land where uh, a little bit too far for for the field goal, a little bit too short to punt. Uh, but you want execution. Well, if you're going to go for it on fourth down. Yeah, you know, one of those things that you got going for you too, man. And, and I'm trying to get in Coach Prime's head on this. In your back pocket, back of your mind, you know you got that defense. Mm-hmm. You know you know you got that defense. So, uh, you know, fourth and three, you're about on the 40-yard line, and this team hasn't crossed the 50 on you. You, you just kind of – you go into riverboat run mode and, and, you, you, and you, gamble, exactly. you gamble a little bit, uh, yeah. particularly when you got a back like Savion and uh, uh, can do some check down and, and short passes to a Dallas Daniels or, or to a Kevin Coleman. So mathematically, when you look at the analytics, I know a lot of us out there just play conservative ball and get the points, get the points. It kind of it, it, it makes sense when you step back from it and yeah. go like, okay, it yeah. makes we got this team down. You know, yeah, maybe our, our field goal kickers could could get some reps in right there, hit or miss. But this team is built to get three yards, and this team is mm-hmm. built to stop somebody from getting to 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 extend the drive. So it. It looks strange that we are over on fourth down conversions, but the score says it's working. Score says it's working. Uh, and, you know, before we move on to Campbell, I did want to touch on that. The backs had another uh, good day. I uh, mentioned Savion Wilkinson, Santee Marshall. But I, I, I say, you know, they're, they're and, and Rodgers, they do so many things well that you can't necessarily uh, game plan for one certain something <laughs> when they come in. Because they all run in between the tackles. They can all bounce outside. And the big thing for me, they all catch the ball out of the back. This is how he's describing our backs. (laughs) (laughs) This is Chuck Bishop describing our our running back committee. (laughs) Running back by committee, you can't hone in on one thing. 
Yeah, you you hell, you don't know what you know Prince was bad as hell, but you don't know what Prince was. <laughs> and, that, and Prince was my guy. So Santee, 10 carries, 71 yards. Uh Savion, eight for sixty-four. Shadur added six runs for thirty-three yards. So the ground game was there, man. Yeah, other stats to note on the defensive side of the ball. Jeremiah Brown, he had uh four tackles of two sacks, two tackles for a loss, one force fumble. Niles Gaddy had a sack, John Huggins had a sack, Justin Reagan had a sack, Baron Hobson and Khalil Arrington all contributed to the sack party against Macomb. Man, you sound like Oprah giving out them gifts. You get a sack. You get a sack. You get a sack. You get a sack. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Chuck, that's what happens when you stop the run. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. You're, never, you're not going to get a sack on the running play. So when you make a team become one-dimensional because they got to catch up and they can't run the ball, they start throwing the ball. And now they got to wait for receivers to get downfield. And, and so it's either going to be a coverage sack or a defensive line or pressure sack. But either way, you're going to eat. No doubt about it. All right, let's turn the page. It is a new week, and the Campbell Fighting Camels come into Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium this Saturday. And I tell you what, nearly the eyes of uh, a lot of FCS is watching Jackson, Mississippi this weekend <laughs> for, for whatever reason. Man, you can say the haters, man. You know, look, let me tell you something, Chuck. You see, you always go political, politically correct. Almost You know, it's a bunch of people that's thinking this is the one. Because yeah. now these are the same people who said, fam, you was the one. And then there was a, a a shiver down the spine of the swag after week one. Because it's like, mm. my God, if they did that to fam, you, what are they going to do to everybody else in the swag? Because that's mm. the second best team, da, 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 da. Well, mm. now everybody is all in on the Campbell Camels that they can come in here because they are designed and built similar to us. You know, keep mm -hmm. in mind, we talked about this last spring when the schedule came out. They were right behind us in recruit class ranks. Exactly. exactly. Now, one, one of the difference, you know, they have – that coach has been there 10 years, and he's done a lot of growth from high school. You know, so, a uh, uh, matter of fact, their cornerback, and we're going to get into numbers and names, he's been with them all four years. So, they got that kind of experience. I like odds, Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked with a couple of analysts today, and they said one of the things that jumps out uh, with regards, especially on the defensive side of the ball, uh, they got big corners. Uh, so that'll be, you know, some matchups to kind of take a look at with regards to our receiving core uh, going against this Camel Corners. But uh, I want to start on the offensive side of Camel. And, let's and let's, do it. Let, let, let's do this, and let's make sure we put this out there for Jackson State fans. Nobody is overlooking this Camel Camel team. Uh, this is going to be a great football team. Like you said, they're, they're built – for games just like this, they're trying to crack into the top 25. Uh, they are a tough physical team. We've seen them earlier this season run rough shot over a MEAC opponent in North Carolina Central, a team that a lot of us uh, are looking at that could possibly come out of the MEAC to be the Celebration Bowl representative. So Camel has already thrashed them. So this is going to be a tremendous game. We start on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, everything starts with their quarterback, Hodge Malik Williams. Uh, he is uh, the Big South Player of the Week had a tremendous week this past week on 26-35, three touchdowns. Yeah, they are three wins in a row. I do want to point out that their two losses came to teams similar to ours. And those two losses were also on the road. Uh, so they haven't been traveling well. Uh, uh, and their quarterback, you're right, he is the he is the heartbeat of their team. Uh, he, he drives their, their numbers. Uh, you know, he has probably just 10 more runs than their running back has. You know, he, he's similar to Jalen Jones that we faced in Bethune-Cookman. Mm. He's going to make that one read, maybe two, and if it ain't there, he's gone. He's gone. And so the, the discipline from our linebackers 
uh, the eye discipline to not try to guess because they run about, you know, 23% or so out of RPO, their success rate on it. So he's going to, he's going to look like he's going to give that thing and make a decision. You could try to second guess your abilities and guess ahead and guess wrong and he's gone. Or you stay disciplined and wait for the play to develop and trust your abilities and make the play. Uh, but, but he's going to run the ball. Chuck. No doubt. He's going to run the ball on the defensive side of the ball. I talked to a few of my friends over there who cover the Big South, and they say Brevin Allen is a young man, defensive end. Uh, he is a defensive player of the year uh, in the Big South, coming back for his senior year. He's starting to get on track. Three sacks this past week against Robert Morris. He uh, put a lot of pressure on their uh, quarterback and only did it in the first half. He reminds a lot of people of James Houston who played for us last year, but he's a guy who gets after the quarterback. Yeah, and as well as uh, number 34, name escapes me, and I'm always better with numbers because I can visualize it. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching film like I can't see the name on the back of the jersey. <laughs> hey, man, swag. We ain't got HD. You know, this is, I'm watching this stuff in 640 or something. But I see the linebacker number 34, Peyton finalist, Peyton Ward finalist with Shadour last year. He's another guy to watch. They're not really a blitz-heavy team like uh, our, our beloved Dennis Thurman throws everything at you. Uh, they don't blitz all that much, but he's a guy that they count on to make plays from the linebacker position. He ain't no 45 Aubrey Miller, you know, he, it, it, but, but he is that guy. So they got, they got a strong defense. Uh, you know, they, they have given up some run plays, you know, so I, I feel confident about our run game and what we could potentially do on the ground, which is going to absolutely open up our pass game. No doubt about it. You saw him earlier in the clip. Uh, Shiloh Sanders was coming back from injury. Uh, moved well this past game. There's another debut that's going to happen. Homecoming. Travis Hunter. Uh, or I shouldn't say debut, but we'll see him again. Uh, and talk a little bit about the impact of what he could potentially do. We saw it earlier against Florida a &M In limited action, he was able to shut down uh, one side of the field. But Travis Hunter, fully healthy. We'll see what it looks like this Saturday. Yeah, Travis is as advertised, man. Uh, you know, he's just that guy. And even, you know, nursing that that uh, that ankle, he is still at 75, 80% leaps and bounds uh, above and beyond uh, other folks in that skill level. I look for him to participate, you know, this weekend. We'll see how much, you know, how often he's still easing back into things. He's had a couple of weeks uh, of practice now. He did dress uh, at Bethune-Cookman, did not go out on the field for game time reps, but Looked real good in his pregame uh, uh, mechanics. Uh, so he has been practicing this week as he did last week, and, and I don't think it's going to be too long uh, before you see a totally different defense than what you've had out there in the past. You know, True is going to be back at defensive line. Uh, Shiloh is working back in the game shape. You know, as he said in the clip, he you know he plays some to, to, to do some coverage things, but we're not there for the whole game. Uh, then we get a Travis Hunter. Uh, over at corner, corner, excuse me, that allows you to take a John Huggins who's been going to safety, move him down the linebacker. You just create an environment where now you truly got 11 of your best guys on defense on the field at the same time with speed and power. Whatever film you had on us, fam, you through Valley, for instance, that's out the door when you get into November because it's a whole new core group of guys out there. Whole new core group of guys. Uh, adding on to this number one in the nation defense. Uh, this defense is only surrendering 180 yards per game. Uh, a couple of stats to throw out at you to chew on. Jackson State, they currently lead the nation in sacks, 25 sacks going into this game. On the offensive side of the ball, 
Shador Sanders. He's number three in the nation in basketball. No, let's start the defense first. Because mm. I'm going to go to the Neely I told you so book. I got to go there once again. <laughs> I see the comments, man. Y'all done told me to read the comments, so I done started to read the comments. When I talked about this defense and that we were going to once again lead the nation in sacks, everybody was saying, but we've lost James Houston. No way that's going to happen. I tried to tell y'all the way this scheme is drawn up under Dennis Thurman and the talent level that we have absent James Houston. Now you got more guys that could get multiple sacks a game. Here we are, 6-0, and the first time since 1983 that we have been 6-0, and Chuck. Say that again. Say that the, again. The first time since 1983 under W.C. Gordon, and that was midway his career, early midway, that we have been 6-0. and So now we got some guys, much love and respect to uh, Coach Hughes, Judge, much love and respect to Big Daddy Carson, much love and respect to W.C. Gordon. But it was in 83 the last time that W.C. Gordon did it. We are 6-0, and Chuck, and that hadn't happened since – 1983, and when you look at the offensive numbers of your QB1, Shador Sanders, three in the nation, you look at this defense, number one in the nation, you look at the sacks and the pressures and the hurries that we're getting, it is what it is, and Neely tried to tell you so. <laughs> it is definitely a, a special group looking to continue uh, the winning ways going against Campbell for homecoming. Neely, as we get ready to close out, man, any any plans for homecoming, bro? Uh, are you familiar with Denzel when he was a pilot in the movie Flight? I, I am. Talk to me Monday, and I'm going to say I drank. I drank heavily on those days, just like this, just like Denzel sitting in front of that hearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, that's great. I, I drank heavily. This. I, I gave you softball. You did. Yeah, this is great. Grapefruit League, baby. Put that over the fence. Hey, Chuck, one thing I want to point out, because, you know, we do the deep dive on these teams on game day because we ain't trying to get them time to adjust to what we know. I will say this about those camels from Campbell, the Campbell Camels, the fighting camels. Chuck, how many plays do you think they ran in their last game? Just give me a uh, uh We'll go with 65 plays. And, Chuck, that would be about right. Mm. Except we're talking about the Campbell Camels. Ah, you're correct. 101 plays. Yeah. So let me tell you, they are up-tempo, y'all. And that's why this defense was built the way it was built. Two regards. One, internally. With the offense under Brett Bartoloni, if we score fast, that means the defense is right back out there. So you got to have depth and be conditioned. So you you recruit and you bring in a new strength and conditioning coach in in most Sims out of Georgia. Now you're facing a team of 101 plays. If the offense does 101 plays, that means the defense, your defense did 101 plays. You got to be in shape. Now, how we stop tempo is stop the run, get off the field on third down, and that breaks that up. Because now clock becomes an issue, and you can't really run tempo like that. But these sure. guys are going to try. Hey, man! Now here's the downside: if we got swag rails, swag rails be slow spotting the ball even for us. Because we sometimes we try to run a tempo, and the ref is like looking at the popcorn man, or <laughs> looking at the J says like, "Man, put the damn ball down and start the clock." We're trying to go. Nevertheless, you can't, Chuck. You can't find me for criticizing officials. I don't work for Jake State University. I'm good. <laughs> Nevertheless, 
It's a tempo team we're facing. Tempo, 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 tempo. They're going to try to come out and play fast. That means we got to get set and lined up on defense, alignment, assignment, technique, be ready to go. 101 plays last game. 101 plays. Man, that is playing at breakneck speed. Uh, You mentioned alignment, assignment, tempo. Uh, Guys got to be ready, got to be – and you mentioned linebacker. That's going to be huge in this game. But we'll get into that deep dive on uh, this Saturday as a pregame show. We'll get you ready for – Jackson State versus Campbell, 2 o'clock kickoff from Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium. And you see our sponsors there on the screen. Cadillac of Jackson. Pre-game show is brought to you by Cadillac of Jackson, Mike Chambers, and Gaylor, the project architect, Amber Slaughter, and, of course, BioSeal. And I'm coming from the palatial home of Churchill Smoke Shop. Stop by. Get your smoke on the way to the game. Get your smoke after the game. Churchill Smoke Shop, baby. And I got to tell you, Chuck, you know, I love me some Churchill Smoke Shop. And we started off this show talking about summer babies made it during homecoming. And, you know, the team being strong and pull out being weakened. You're back on that Churchill couch. I would just say you might want to watch where you sit. Yeah, make sure it's been flipped over clean because ain't no telling you what's going to happen on what? that couch. I throw softballs for you to just go here and judge hey, on these, these are public service announcements, man. If people didn't know, you went back into that back room of church, you, know, you just sat on that couch thinking everything was hunky-dory. I'm just trying to let you know, dog. Uh, thank you. No better place to put a pin in it than right there. Bishop Dealey, the pregame show, we'll come back to you Saturday. We'll go to the deep dive of it. The meat and bones of this football game is going to be a great one. Neely, closing comments. Hey, man, Saturday, we're going to get into it. It's going to be homecoming. Chuck and I will not be too hungover from the day parties and the night parties on Friday night. We're going to get into some personnel groupings and some tendencies that Campbell likes to do and what they do out of those sets, give you names and numbers to look for. So when you watch the game live in person at the vet or on TV or streaming, however you're going to watch it, you'll be like, oh, damn, that's their play they said was going to happen. Yeah, how about that? Oh, the inside access. Got to love it. <laughs> well, that'll do it for us tonight. It is Bishop. It is Neely. It is the pregame show here on the Black College Sports Network. We'll see you Saturday, folks. And wash your comforters. <laughs>